Blog Talk Radio. Uh, within the last hour, 
the North Carolina legislature voted to repeal HB2 in a compromise uh, that still uh, leaves into effect uh, anti or yeah basically anti LGBTQ um, there are no anti LG I'm sorry there are no LGBTQ protections in the state of North Carolina the the bill repealed parts of HB2 but left but left the prohibited municipalities from actually in, enforcing LGBT rights ordinances through 2020 um, what is your what based on what you've seen what what is your read on this well I have been saying for years and. And, you know, it's funny. Uh, well, Jim, I'm just going to dive into this. You know, we've talked about me talking about the NCA. I, I can't. Like, what we do here is too important. And I just, I can't help myself. Anyway, so. Well, I'm asking uh, about the, poli- you know, what, what, the politics of this bill specifically. Like, what, what have you well, seen? I, okay, I'm a little. So, here's my, here, here's my, my takeaway is I've been right all along that. Our LGBT communities constant cozying up to the Democratic Party will continually bite us in the ass because they'll give us the big middle finger when it's convenient to them. And the same, same exact thing is true of the NCAA. And I've been saying both things for years, and both things are coming to fruition. The NCAA apparently made a deal with North Carolina that if you pass this legalization of discrimination, it'll come back. And then the, the, the Democrats and the Democratic governor, who HRC and everybody else endorsed, just gave the whole community a big effing middle finger and said, F you, I really don't give a crap. I'm not going to invite you into the room to write the bill. I'm not going to invite you into the room to discuss the bill. Goodbye. So my, my big takeaway is I've been right all along. Well, the Charlotte Observer, uh, their editorial says uh, it's a betrayal of the promises the governor made to the LGBT community and a doubling down on discrimination by Republican legislatures who have backed it all along. And here's a good quote. HB2, now it's now HB142 is the new bill. Literally does right. not do one thing to protect the LGBT community and locks in HB2's most basic and offensive provisions. It reveals HB2 in name only and will not satisfy any business organization that is truly intolerant of an anti-gay environment of a state that codifies discrimination. Uh, basically, it's a bait and switch. I mean, they took out some of the some things in HB2 because it wasn't just about um, – the bathroom issue with transgender people, but they they prohibit through it's interesting through December 2020, which is midterm elections, next national election in 2020, and the next gubernatorial election in 2020. They prohibited any local uh, uh, cities from passing their own ordinances. So there are no rights for LGBT people at the state level, and the state uh, law is what takes precedence. So. This is astonishing to me, and I have yet to hear the governor or anybody say why this compromise is good. I've not heard. I've not heard one. I'll tell you why. Actually, factual. I'll tell you I've not heard I one listened. factual thing. I'll tell you. I listened to the debate today for about an hour because they streamed it live on. And 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 the the Democratic leader in this in the state assembly, the general assembly, got up and 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 he said a few things. He said, first, don't compare this bill to Jesus compare it to HB2, and it's an improvement on HB2, so we should vote for it. He then said uh, a bunch of things about how it now allowed transgender people to use the restroom of their choice. Um, it, 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 uh, it rolled back, it rolled back manda- mandatory discrimination in a couple of other areas. So that he's saying, you know, it's not a perfect bill, but it's a, it's a slight improvement, so we need to vote for it. So that's, so that's why. And, 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 and 
at the end of the day, what the, this is money. This is money. The NCAA and the NBA and the ACC all worked with these Democrats and Republicans and gave them and gave them their assurance that if they passed this this non-repeal, that they would come back. So the Democrats and the NCAA, of course, the Republicans said the big middle finger. They, I mean, that's that, that, that's just a given. But the Democrats gave us the big middle finger and said, "Go to hell." That's what happened. That's what happened. But they the couldn't bill pass it. A bunch of Republicans say... voted against this. A bunch of Republicans voted against this because they think it goes too far. Yeah. So they couldn't have passed this without without the Democrat without the Democrats. Obviously, the Democrats. I mean, I'm I'm sorry, but you know, I call a spade a spade, Jim. I've said over and over again, the Republicans in Texas are the problem. The Republicans in North Carolina are the problem. But this time, it's the Democrats. The Democrats just they just they took a Big Mac truck and rolled over us. Well, and especially that guy is wrong. The law does not specify what transgender people are to do with the bathroom, and there is no state law that gives them. Uh, the the right, if you want to call it that, to use the restroom of the gender they identify with. So, this even that even those protections are missing. So, <clears throat> this is clearly designed to to win back the NCAA, and my guess is it's probably going to work. Oh, I'm sure it's going to work. But <laughs> now, what, what, the, the the great question is, what is? I mean, what does the LGBT community do in response to this? I'm. I mean, when 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 the NCAA goes back to North Carolina, what are we going to do? And I'm looking at this now, Jim. More Democrats voted for this bill than voted against it. The Republicans are about 50-50. They could not have passed this bill without Democrat support. They couldn't have passed it. Yeah, and ask what are LGBT groups going to do? I don't know what they're going to do. I mean... They don't have much power, obviously, because they couldn't do anything about this bill. Um, what are companies going to do? Levi Strauss came out against it. What will companies like eBay and Share, Salesforce and all other companies that took business away from North Carolina, AP is estimating a loss of $3.7 billion in, in the next 10 years because of HB2. My question is specifically what are businesses going to do? And will there be pressure on businesses to do anything, or will everyone say, okay, Issue resolved, and we'll go, we're, we're back in business in North Carolina. That's the question. Even more so than the NCAA, what are what are major corporations going to do? Are they going to make hiring and uh, uh, de- you know decisions of where to locate a company based on this, or are they going to simply look the other way? I I, I don't know. I I mean, so what they did, the reason they did this. The way they did it is that they could say we repealed HB2, and factually they did. They have now created a new law that mandates discrimination and prevents discrimination protection in the whole state for four years. So I I don't know. I mean, a a a a, a reasonable person would say this hasn't fixed the problem. And we talk about the we talk about the bathroom. It's interesting. The HB2, we talk about how it's a bathroom, was a bathroom bill law, and that was an egregious piece, but it was also a piece that they said was unenforceable, essentially. They said we have no enforcement mm-hmm. mechanism. The, piece, the pieces that were really troubling were the, this mandatory discrimination 
and 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 the prevention of discrimination protection. That was the that was the piece that was really that was that affected a lot more people and and was enforceable. And they kept that in there. It's in there. And and it says this it says the state the state determines bathroom laws. So in a Republican, well, I guess the governor would veto that, but, uh, you know, it, the, the state could come back at a later time and decide very specifically that trans people have to again use the restroom of their birth certificate. And by the way, I've just counted 30 of the 45 Democrats in the House of Representatives voted for this bill. They couldn't have passed it without the Democrats. Yeah, and I mean, Roy Cooper ran on this issue. He ran on being a champion of LGBT rights, and his first big major decision, he just turned he turned his back to them. And I also read another thing that there was a deal that uh, the Democrats didn't support in December that would have had a moratorium on cities and counties and doing stuff of, of, of six months. Well, they've now extended it to four years or three and a half years. So this is actually a worse deal than the compromise they rejected back in December. This is all about basically basketball. In a sense, this was the NCAA having a what appeared to be a deadline today to do something, and they panicked and they just decided they were to throw LGD people over the you know over the side. And it's it's a it's a real disgrace. I'm not going to defend any of them on this because it just actually made things worse. In a sense, now this muddles it because you're going to have some Democrats get cover for saying, well, so-and-so thought this compromise was worthwhile. And I think you're going to have people, you said, what the LGBT community do? I think some people are going to be confused. Is this an improvement? Is this not an improvement? And when people are confused, it makes taking action harder because there's no one you know, easy thing to kind of protest against. And so I think that's one of the things that's going to cause the NCAA will probably start putting championship events back in North Carolina People get kind of burnt out of the issue, and people are going to move on. So, so here's one of the interesting pieces about the NCAA, right? And this, this is what I'm wondering. This is, this is where they, they might save themselves. It is possible that there was a misinterpretation here. It is possible that the NCAA didn't tell the Republicans that this is – whoever they talked to. The, leg- the governor, the legislature, they, they, they didn't approve of this bill, but that they said, if you want us to consider anything, it has to be done by today. So it's possible that the NCAA actually hasn't. We don't know that for a fact. We're going to know on April 8th when they announce the locations of the championship events. But it's possible that the NCAA hasn't quite thrown us under the bus yet and, and that there was a misinterpretation and that they moved on this, but they didn't move far enough. That, that's, that's possible. I'm holding out hope that the NCA has 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 some integrity. Not well, a lot and that's the thing. If they have any integrity, they can't reverse themselves because this is a transparent. I mean, the bait and switch is the best term. It was given by Reverend William Barber, who's just who's to me just someone I I really admire in the state. He, he's fighting for the champ. He's a champion for kind of regular North Carolinians, and he's against this vehemently, and he's probably a Democrat. But if the NCAA has any integrity about, you know, it's protecting LGBT, uh, you know, student-athlete, blah, 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 they can't fall for this. What they have to do is not issue 
any more championship events would then, which would then force North Carolina to maybe do something else. But it, it this really, the whole thing is a disgrace. And I, mean, I, I kept looking at the bill last night thinking, am I reading this right? Because it talked about repeal, but it just made, it just took one, it took one discrimination and replaced it with another. Well, I remember when the NCAA said they were, they were not um, hosting events in North Carolina. They said very specifically that it was specifically HB2 that was the problem. That it was that it was this particular bill, and that they would, and that just because other states did things that looked similar, doesn't mean that they would necessarily be subject to a, a ban. So the NCAA did open the door six eight months ago to something like this, and 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 you know they they said the HB2 needs to be repealed. It is repealed. The HB2 is repealed. Period. It has now been replaced. <laughs> By something else. So I, I and, and also let's not forget, and people don't even still don't realize this, the NCAA allows member institutions to kick students out for being gay or trans. They allow the member institutions to fire coaches for being gay. They allow member institutions to to strip gay athletes of scholarships. So. And the NCAA, you know, it, is, it has nowhere near a sterling record on this. The NCAA is full of discrimination. Yeah, and that's why I think you're going to see championship events back in North Carolina. I mean, they're going to find a way to justify it, and ultimately people are going to move on or just not going to care. And Beyond I think, NCAA, you know, apparently the NBA – has also given them the green light on this. But I haven't seen anything about the NBA. So they've said, yeah. what, they'll have with the All-Star game back in Charlotte? Yeah, well, there was a reporter with the Raleigh, whatever the paper is in Raleigh, she tweeted out that the NCAA, the NBA, and the ACC have all given them the green light, that if you do this, we'll come back. That's what this, that's what this well, reporter is saying. Well, I mean, if that's true, there you go. Then... You replace one discrimination with another, and you technically have repealed HB2, and everybody's satisfied, and the public won't care at a certain point. And I think that's you the know. thing is that people, you, 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 I think people are going to get just they get the thing winds up getting muddied. When stuff gets muddied, people at a certain point just lose their passion for it. Well, CNN's headline earlier today was um, it was repeal. Of North Carolina bathroom bill um, clears first hurdle. It, that was that was the headline. So you realize, oh great, and the headline will be HB two repealed. Oh great, we repealed it. Everybody gets to move on. And and to and to people who are not LGBT, they're going to be like they repealed it. What's 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 the problem? They, people can use whatever bathroom. Well, they I said want. I was my side. The first headline yesterday, so I said, oh, this is great. And then I was like, oh, this. <laughs> No, I'm saying this is – you're right. This is what's going to happen, and people are just going to get tired of the issue because they're not LGBT, and they're not going to see any negative effects to them, and at a certain point, they'll just not do anything. And so I think look, the idea look, look, was it's, it's success in just muddling, muddying the issue for people. NBC News headline, HB2 repeal North Carolina legislature votes to overturn controversial bathroom bill. That, those, that's the headline. 
North Carolina. And the funny thing is, the headline is accurate. That's what they did. But and they know that because it's hard to write a headline that encapsulates it all without editorializing. Because the 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 you know the the factual headline is HB two was repealed. That's a fact. However, it was replaced by HB one forty two, which is virtually just as bad. But no headline writer can get away with doing that because that's considered editorializing. So I'm telling you, that's why everyone's going to see this headline and think, okay, issue over. And that's what they're going to hammer with the NCAA. Anyone who wants these uh, events in North Carolina simply say, we said if they repealed it, we'd we would continue to host events. They've repealed it. And I don't know if there's any advocates at the NCAA who are going to argue loudly enough why this shouldn't be. Well, it, <laughs> I'm sure the NCAA is getting a flood of phone calls right now. And, and the NBA. I, I mean, all of these places that pulled out, It's let's be super, super clear about this. LGBT, this law legalizes discrimination against LGBT people in North Carolina. You can in, in, in public accommodations and hiring and all kinds of things. It is legal. And, and, and now that people say, oh, it's been repealed, the, 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 um, you know, there, was, there was a lot of energy behind getting something done. Now that this bill has passed, that energy is gone. This, this law is on the books, and nothing's going to change it. You have one shot at this kind of stuff. You don't get a second shot. That's it. Well, and it's actually worse than what existed before even HB2, meaning cities could have, like Charlotte did, passed its own non-discrimination ordinance, and HB2 was a reaction to that. This actually, so this isn't even going back to what it was in 2015 or whatever the year was. It actually makes it worse because it says you cannot do anything until December 1st, 2020, which is two more election cycles. And by that time, they figured people are going to be all burnt out by the issue. So that, that's what's even more odious. It's not like, oh, the old system was better. Well, the old system at least would have allowed any city to pass some ordinance because there was no law against it. This makes it this makes it illegal. Yeah. Um, and then on top of that, there's another on another track down in Texas, SB six, which is basically HB 2s cousin. Um, that's almost a pure bathroom bill, though. There. Uh, is running into some resistance in the House of Representatives in Texas. It passed the Texas Senate. Um, I saw where Texans owner Bob McNair today came out against SB6, hmm. and that's a pretty significant voice saying it's basically, he said in essence, it's a stupid law, we don't need it. Um, you know, why? And because they fear some of the same things that happened with HB2. And you talk about championship events, Texas is a lot bigger, you know, in terms of that. McNair had the Super Bowl in Houston. Reliance Stadium in Houston does host NCAA championship events. Next year's Final Fours in San Antonio. So I think there's a chance in Texas that this thing may not get out of the house because people are going to almost look at it and say, do we really want that fight? So, Well, I, heard, I, I, I saw um, it was a few weeks ago where the Republican head of the, I don't know if he's the majority leader, the Speaker of the House, whatever he is, he was a big uh, Republican leader in the state House. And he said, essentially, this is a Senate bill. 
this is not our priority. Like, he almost gave a hint, like, we don't want to deal with this. Why is the Senate making us deal with this? So it'll be, it'll be interesting to see there how, yeah, how, how this debate goes. <laughs> because you, you can kiss the final four goodbye if this passes. There's, there's no way the NCAA can hold it there next year. There's no chance. Not a year out. Not a year. If it was a couple months out, remember, you know that that Indiana law passed a couple a couple weeks before the final four yep. a few a couple years ago. This is a year out. The NCA cannot. And and another thing that I heard, Jim, you could tell me if I'm wrong. Somebody told me that that the, maybe it was you that this this the, the the one of the authors of the bill has written in a carve out for the NCAA that yes we want we need to protect women from stalkers except the NCAA at its own events can write its own rules. Oh yeah no I wrote um, that 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 she there is a provision that basically allows events to sort of have whatever bathroom law they want during the duration of the event and she specifically said it was done for the NCAA <laughs> which I said is actually comical because her biggest reason for the bill the state senators it has to protect women from these awful, perverted men who want to dress as women and go into restrooms. <laughs> but she's saying, uh, yeah, but if you have an NCAA event, you, we, can, we can let the perverts into the restroom. <laughs> but right. it's, it's so it's like even taking her logic, it's, it's stupid. But, yeah, they clearly is, there is a carve-out that would allow a private organization holding an event to um, have any bathroom rules it wants. And that is so transparent that I can't imagine anybody will fall for it. But <laughs> I, well, who knows? I, again, you know, the NCA said that HB two specifically was problematic. They will review other laws as they come up, and uh, and you know, April eighth. That's that's what next Saturday, next weekend. They're announcing the next three or four years of championship level events. So we're going to find out in a week how the NCAA feels about this. It's going to be crystal clear. Yeah, and I have a feeling it's not going to go the way we want it to go. Um, well, let's I, turn again, to just I, at the last – go ahead. I just I, – I, I, you might be right, but I just – that means the NCAA has no integrity. It's, I just, and, and, the, and the backlash from the media is going to be monstrous. But maybe they don't care. Well, let's uh, listen hope. again. But, like I've said in the beginning, Sid was right. <laughs> well, I did want to have just the last couple minutes some happy stories. You can read it out of sports. This has been a downer of a podcast. We had one on a college volleyball team in North Carolina with three LGBT athletes. Um, we had a gay couple getting married. Uh, the Orlando Solar Bears of the uh, of pro hockey team. Gave him center ice to have a wedding. It was really, it's a cool story. We had uh, an out uh, player in the women's Aussie Rules football win their MVP, kissed her wife on national TV. Uh, we had a former gymnast at Penn State come out, who, who is also in Cirque du Soleil, uh, about his story. Um, we have Brittany Griner signing a multi-year deal. We have three LGBT athletes uh, winning All-American honors at the NCAA Swimming and Diving. So despite all these <laughs> this terrible political news, there's a lot of things that athletes are doing on their own that are uh, making the, making themselves visible and making a difference. And as you and I have said, again, Sid and Jim were right. <laughs> This this is the important stuff, you know. We we you know all these organizations want to fawn over politicians and 
uh, and they spend so much money and energy supporting politicians and talking about politicians, it's the LGBT people that are the strength and the backbone of our community. It's not the straight politicians kissing their ass. It's us. It's what we're doing, the awards we're winning, the, the, the matches we're winning, the, the incredible inspiration that we're providing younger people. Uh, and, 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 you know, that's the majority of what we get to write about at Outsports. Yeah, I'd I much rather write and edit those stories than write about another thing about <laughs> HB2, which we've probably written cumulatively dozens of them. But, uh, no, I just I just think what also I thought was cool about the, the hockey wedding was that they simply called the team and said, um, I don't know, we can kind of have our wedding maybe in the, you know, in your one of your rooms in your arena. Oh, sure, have it at Center Ice. It was like it took them a minute to give them an A-OK. And they had a priest dressed uh, as a referee, and when they gave the kiss, they played the hockey, the goal horn. And it was really, it was like a non-event in a sense that they said, oh, sure, you can have that. Uh, and then the story you had about the three uh, volleyball players at, at, you know, this college in North Carolina. I mean, North Carolina, there you go, right? The, the, the state that's been the center of this, these three kids are openly gay on their team. Yeah, and what's one of funny is one of them wasn't out and... <laughs> His team only found out that he was gay after I did the interview. So, so that so that was interesting. But uh, well, yeah. but all's well that ends well. But uh, yeah. So I, I think we want to say, you know, you, you, go ahead. You warned him. No, I, I I warned him. That's it. Yeah, we always tell people, listen, you you do your story. Don't think that nobody's going to see it. People are going to see it. So. Um, but we will continue to have that. We're going to be covering the political stuff, but the stuff we really are passionate about are the coming out stories, and we have many, many more. So check us out. But that's all the uh, time we have for today. We will talk to you next week.